Welcome to Gain That Tune. It is Game That Tune, beep boop in the house once again. It's ya boy, John Harrington here, and we got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And taking over Jesse's seat for the evening, we've got a special guest, a returning guest, uh, one of our longest tenured patrons, uh, one of all of Video Game Music Podcasting's longest tenured patrons turned video game music podcaster he's following the the path of the righteous man he's uh, he's become a video game music podcaster himself it's alex messenger of um, the messenger presents a vgm journey alex say hey hey yes i've found a way to do the longest winded intro that you've ever had um <laughs> welcome back man glad to have you um, for everybody listening, if you're just joining us here at Game That Tune, that's ridiculous. But what we are going to do tonight, we are going to listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games with the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for our next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And the winner last week was Jesse. He's off on the uh, Chris Jericho wrestling cruise. And uh, after seeing some of the stuff on uh, Twitter about that, I'm kind of jealous. Apparently he's just like doing karaoke with professional wrestlers and shit. And, uh, you know, here we are still recording this podcast. We, we really, we should start a podcast cruise, guys. But, um, you know, that, uh, <laughs> that's another Patreon goal for another time. So Jesse left us uh, a note with a theme for this week. The theme is robots. Games with robots. And uh, I think it's going to be a pretty fantastic theme. I don't know if you know about these things, these, uh, these robots. They, uh, they tend to pop up in games. You know, games, they, uh, they, they sometimes take place in the future uh, or in, like, an alternate world filled with uh, mechanical men. Um, you know, I like a game that takes place where you deal with, like, robots of today. For instance, like, one boss could be a Roomba. You know, yeah. another, <laughs> another boss could be Alexa. You know, mm. like, just all of today's, <laughs> like, current robots. That's that would actually really bosses. make sense yeah. for the obligatory factory level. Yes, God, it's like an Amazon fulfillment center. Uh, you just gotta clear out all the robots, <laughs> or replace all the humans with robots. See, that's the, that's the real you know game of today. You know, mm. replace the humans with the robots. That's what with you know. That's the next one. But uh, yeah, man, there's uh, there's some fun robots out there. Whether you're playing as the robot or you just got a robot hanging out with you. Uh, you know, man, we're gonna say robots so many times tonight. The words are gonna lose all meaning, and I'm uh, quite frankly, I'm here for it. Um, so yeah, we got a we got a great game coming up. We got uh, you know, five great games. We got a great fan request, and uh, I think yeah, unless there's anybody uh, anything else, I think we gotta just. I'm trying to think of those laws of robotics, David. What's the first law of uh, robotics there? Uh, a human cannot harm, or a robot cannot harm a human. Oh, okay. I thought it was, we must start with game one. <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking of Asimov's robot laws. You're thinking <laughs> of... Um... The, the GTT robot bylaws, of course. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, so that's it. That's it. Yeah, it's our prime directive that we must begin the show with game one. John, you can't get that logic wrong. Game one. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs>
Awesome. Uh, all right, guys. So this uh, this is uh, one of our fan requests for the evening. This uh, came to us from David F on YouTube. Uh, he's, uh, he actually though did make this request in our Discord. Uh, and so this game, in addition to having beat 'em up and platforming elements, also contains a uh, half pipe uh, mode seven ish Sonic Two bonus level ish mode to move between the game's distinct areas. guys think of tonight's theme and show me an answer <laughs> john regan says beep boop which is sadly incorrect david and alex both have the correct answer this is robots son of a bitch that's right robots for the game boy advance based no. on the 2005 movie of the same title 
Man, I looked at the beep metadata boop. tags that you uploaded, and I guess you overwrote them with beep boop. <laughs> Dude, you hilarious. felt that shit, John. <laughs> you son of a bitch. God damn it, Johnny. You thought every song you thought every song I uploaded tonight was from the game Beat Boop. <laughs> no, I just looked at the artist. Now I'm looking at the title and realizing you made everything Beat Boop artist yeah, game robots. and title. Robots, John. Damn the it. Theme. The theme is robots. Beat Boop. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, that's really funny. <laughs> I didn't intend for you to fall for that. I just did that instead of deleting the tags. Clearly, <laughs> John thought this was like some strange indie game that was released called Beat Boop. <laughs> I that uses like two colors. Called Beat Boop. I'd buy that. <laughs> I, bu I mean, I have fucking Ding Dong for my Switch, so <laughs> Beat Boop would be the next like $2 game that I would absolutely purchase and love. So, uh,. You know, let's get the guys for, that made Ding Dong on the phone, see if they'll make the sequel Beep Boop. Um, no, th but this is not Beep Boop. <laughs> I'm broken. <laughs> no, this Episode is, title, this is... Beep Boop the Game. Oh yeah, it's just Beep Boop. <laughs> uh, game Beep Boop. Uh, so this uh, this is Robots, the, uh, the game... Uh, again, based on the animated film of the same name from 2005 for the Game Boy Advance, uh, that soundtrack is so much better than it should be for this game. Like, what a cool, like, techno-y kind of industrial sound. I mean, it, the industrial sound makes sense. It's a game about robots. But, like, the soundtrack doesn't have to be good. <laughs> can, can the Game Boy Advance make audio that sounds that good? Because that sounded good. I was about like, to say, yeah, no, I was like, I'm surprised it's a Game Boy Advance, and I love the Game Boy Advance, but it's sound quality is not what that system is known for. Not at all. Like, yeah, when I was, think of Game Boy Advance, I think of American Idol for Game Boy Advance. <laughs> when I think <laughs> like, of Game Boy Advance, I think of a distinct hissing sound that accompanies yeah. all sound of the Game Boy Advance. Like, it's it's fascinating that they, <laughs> they got good sound out of it for robots, of all things. <laughs> like... It's it's always these games that get you. Like, you know, who's the guy making fucking fantastic soundtracks for the game Robots? Like, you know, you're 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 just shooting your shot hard with that one. It's like, yeah, I guess you got that fuck you Vivendi Universal money. You got that movie studio adaptation money. And it's like, yeah, fuck it, we're going all out. Uh, Wait, you know. So, have we addressed the main question? Are there robots in this game? John, <laughs> this is gonna blow your mind. Everything in this game is a robot. Perfect. This is the most appropriate game for this theme. It's maybe the most appropriate. <laughs> I forgot. That's not hot take anymore. I got up. It is. That's, John, that's the new hot take. We react to that as though you played the hot take sound. Don't you wrap your head around that? <laughs> yeah, I made a hot take. This is. In the history of Game That Tune, there has never been a more perfect pairing of theme and game than right now. This is this is really you know phenomenal stuff. Our theme is robots, and everything in this game is a robot. Yeah, I would if argue we didn't this. play this game, you know, you guys would need to retire. I would need to retire. We, we just need to just hang up or you know podcasting boots in the closet. Yeah. We're, we're just done. 
we're done. No, quite frankly, when it came in as the request, it was like, you know, the first or second request. So I'm like, well, yeah, that's a slam dunk. Like, how can we, we can't say no to that. The theme is robots. It's like, it's obligation. Like, if you ever have a game that is a 100% title match with your theme, you have to choose it. So. <laughs> All right, fans, we're looking for fan requests. The theme is robots. I request robots. God damn it, that man is a genius. Well, <laughs> well I saw him request in the Discord and I was like, I mean, I was familiar with the game and the soundtrack already, and I was like, fuck yes, yes, we need to get that on this show. I, I don't care yeah. who you are, we gotta get that on the show. Right, yeah, not only because it's the perfect, appropriate, you know, game for the theme, but yeah, the soundtrack is actually, like, a super slap. So, uh, it's, it's pretty goddamn good, man. Uh, I, I'm way into it, and, uh, I'm happy to know about it, because, it, again, it's just, it's like, I'm sorry, there's a phenomenal soundtrack out there for the 2005 Robots game? <laughs> like, okay, cool. I'll give it a listen. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it, the game itself actually looks pretty cool. Um, it's kind of a... It's not a 2D platformer completely. It's a... Uh, sorry, you know, there's platforming elements, but, like, the stages are at, like, a, kind of a tilted angle. So you can move around them more like, uh, like a beat-em-up. And so there's beat em up elements and platforming elements. And, uh, you know, there's a lot more beaten shit up than I think there was in the movie Robots, which, yes, I did watch in preparation for this game. <laughs> like, I had not seen Robots. That came out at the perfect time of me being too old for uh, it. And, like, yeah, I, I don't know. It just, it, I, I overlooked Robots for the last 15 years. And I gotta say, kinda glad I did. That movie, uh, besides having cool animated robots, uh, the movie is kind of fucking weird. <laughs> like, I'm, uh, I just remember I'm happy when that, I watched it, but I, don't know. I just remember when that movie came out, being in awe of the cast. I was like, there are so many good people in this movie, and there is yeah. no reason for them to be in this movie. Give us a rundown, David. Who we got? Um, I remember Ewan McGregor, Robin mm -hmm. Williams, Mel yep. Brooks. Yep. Um, wasn't Halle Berry in this movie too? Yes, she was. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I was like, yep. what? Why are so many people in this movie? Yeah, your man of Bynes. Indiana Sweetheart. Greg Kinnear. Yeah, Greg Kinnear is the bad guy for some reason. <laughs> um, you had Stanley Tucci. Had a little touch of that Tucci in the movie. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a stacked ass cast. The main thing I latched onto the movie uh, too from the movie. Uh, naturally, you know, given me and the, uh, you know, how early this occurs in the movie and how many questions it raises. That movie raises more questions than it answers. And it's like, okay, here's a movie about robots. And it starts out with a mother, or a, a, like a mother and father, a husband and wife, and they're so overjoyed that they're going to finally have a kid. And then they bring the kid home in a box and assemble him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's that's fucking weird right off the bat. And then so the mother is holding the baby and it's cooing and they're very happy. And then she's like, wait, is there supposed to be an extra part? The and she like points at a, a like one piece that's not attached. And the dad, he goes, oh uh, no, I'm sure they uh, I'm sure they meant to just you know give us a spare part. And, you know, she, like, checks the manual or something. It's like, no. Oh, and then she pulls the baby's, like, diaper and goes, like, mm. And he's like, oh, right, we ordered the boy. 
And so he pulls out a hammer and brandishes the hammer and then, like, the baby wails. And this movie begins with him hammering on the baby's penis. And I'm just like, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> whoa! So what it's a like, start! <laughs> it's like a brisket with a hammer. I know! But, but no, the penis wasn't on. He had to add the penis. And he's like, oh, right, we did get the boy. Clank, clank, clank. All right, there it is. Now he's got his penis. I, I, I lost it at that point. I'm like, okay, hold on now. This, uh, whoa. So movie rated? <laughs> I, I hope it PG at least. Like, you know, penis guidance suggested. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Okay, um, like mother and father loving robot couple. They decide to have a baby, so the baby gets delivered and they assemble it. Okay, haha, that's a cute robot joke, but. Does the robot age from that point? Like, does the robot grow yes. up? Does yes. How does that work? Like, it's it's mechanical. Metal doesn't expand. Actually, it's the whole well, plot of the movie, and actually, like, it's kind of it's it's really fucking silly. Once the parents can afford it, they buy him his big boy parts, <laughs> and <laughs> they upgrade. They always they upgrade each other. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Do they this upgrade his penis? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Do they have to buy him like a bigger penis at some point? That's like, what how does that work? So, I don't so, know. Robots they don't reproduce. They don't reproduce, so they they buy their kids, so there's no need for a bigger penis. So basically <laughs> robot puberty is instead of waiting for your balls to drop, you just attach your balls. <laughs> your dad buys you new bigger balls and gives them to you. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh wow, Dad! Yeah, these are the best good. balls ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Merry Christmas, son. Yeah. Oh, uh, what are these made boy. of? Brass? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, oh wow! Thanks be- so much, Dad. No, no, you have your balls now. Make sure you creak, creak down your voice box. You need to yeah, lower exactly. that a bit. Yeah. Uh, God, they they also make a joke with that, like the baby's crying. Hold on. And they just the baby's crying. And they just turn it down. I'm like, this fucking movie. <laughs> Here's the oh, problem. Yeah, yeah. This thing's still set to prepubescent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, see, that's what, you know. Frankly, like robots, the game should be some kind of like harvest moon. Like it should be a life sim where you grow and upgrade yourself as a robot, not a beat-em-up platforming game in which, you know, because the movie doesn't contain any beating up. It's a, it's a robot romp. The, you know, the, the, the robot Rodney wants to be an inventor. Great. There's no room for beating shit up in there. It should be like a, like a Harvest Moon type situation where you grow up and you upgrade your penis and you get married and you know, that's just like, I don't know. That seems more natural than, uh, than this game that they cranked out. But they probably Actually, just didn't have the budget or the, the vision, quite frankly, to make a game where you start as a baby robot and earn upgrades <laughs> to your penis. Four but robots. I mean, oh, a life sim where you play as a robot constantly upgrading yourself. Uh, I think we just invented Beat Boop. Yeah. Oh, man. That's it. We have got to start a game studio, guys, because that is a genius fucking idea that only lightly infringes upon the very thing that we're discussing right now. Like, you know, robots didn't make that game. We could just make an adaptation of the movie Robots that's focused on all the in-between, all the young life of young Rodney, and call it Beep Boop. 
and I bet ten people would buy that game. <laughs> uh, I pay sixty dollars for that. I just imagine imagine a dad having a conversation with his son. It's like, son, you're getting a little older now. It's time to talk about the beeps and the boops. Uh, <laughs> and he just explains one robot sex, and then two where to order your kids <laughs> it's like listen son if you're gonna get out there one you gotta you know uh fucking bag that thing up you gotta use <laughs> use protection and two just don't even order a kid <laughs> like, <laughs> it's really easy to not have kids yeah in this world you can have so much sex without having kids <laughs> just don't order the kid <laughs> oh good <laughs> Word. So yeah, yeah that's what the I, movie Robots did to uh, my brain. <laughs> I immediately started on like, well, this promiscuous robot world. <laughs> Whoa, I'm in. in. <laughs> oh God, John, did you know that I named tonight's live stream Fuckbot Nine Thousand because I did, and it seems very apropos right now. God, come on, John, you gotta run <laughs> these things by me before you yeah. do it, man. <laughs> Good lord. Can you rename it to <laughs> Promiscuous Robot World? It's just a little more tasteful. <laughs> I gave him the idea. <laughs> uh, no, but anyway, yeah, so this uh, this soundtrack's amazing. This game, fine. The movie, fucking weird. And uh, I'm going to say thank you to David for the request, and uh, let's, uh, let's all upgrade those penises and move on to the next game, John. Game 2.
So in one of the levels for the game, the beach level, there are a bunch of sandcastles, and one of the sandcastles is in the shape of an Atari 2600 controller.
you guys feeling? Feeling pretty darn good, man. Yeah, man. Pretty good. All right, let's see some answers. Oh, John! God! <laughs> so, God damn it. So, John and Johnny are both saying pretty much robot penises. And David says SpongeBob SquarePants battle for bikini bottom. That's a point for David. What? Uh huh. John, your robot dick was so much better than mine. Yeah, it, it, it was had, a very impressive robot penis. It had right. death. <laughs> I mean, that is the robot penis that I want to upgrade to whenever I, you know, go through yeah, robot puberty. I thought I was gonna upgrade so good. That thing. With my yeah. two nuts and a bolt, <laughs> and you kicked him up a level. Well, Harrington's yeah, was really impressive looking, but I gotta say, Johnny's, I mean, you know, your robot penis, I mean, I thought it was pretty creative. I, uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, man, it's not about, you know, the design of the robot penis, it's about how you use it. So, you know, you can get by with your, t your two little nuts and your, your little bolt there. You know, it's alright, man. Uh, anyway, uh, so this is SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> Battle for Bikini Bottom. <laughs> Uh, for what system, Alex? <laughs> I came out for the PS2, GameCube, Xbox, you know, it was during that... Uh, Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, awesome? Uh, strange pick? Uh, who's the robot? I haven't watched Spongebob in a long time. Well... Uh, a lot of the enemies that you're fighting in the uh, game, it's a bunch of robots that were created by Plankton, who was trying to steal the Krabby Patty secret formula from Mr. Krabs again. Right. And, you uh, you know, while he was building this robot army, he fucked up, and they don't ob obey him. And, you know, he needs SpongeBob's help to, you know, I guess beat the robots. Yeah, makes sense. As much as anything in Spongebob makes sense. <laughs> uh, that classic uh, yeah, tale man. of robots gone awry underwater. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> in Bikini Bottom. Uh, the robots didn't go back in time to, you know, kill the future savior. They they just want a burger recipe. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's interesting. Oh, uh, God, Spongebob Terminator. That's the crossover we need. Dude, that should be the next movie, quite frankly. It should be, uh, you know, I'm not sure who would be sent back in time to save whom, because you can't count on SpongeBob to be John Connor. Uh, yeah. No, I feel like it's got to be the squirrel is the the Sarah Connor of the whole thing. Yes, like, bingo. Ah, I can't think of her uh, name. But Sandy. 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 Yeah, like future Sandy with a buzz cut and like an eye patch comes up. And teams and up she has with to protect Bob and Patrick. So I was that yeah, she has to protect at least Patrick because he's just you know he's the doofiest person possible <laughs> to have to protect. Uh, and then yeah, I mean, would Mister Krabs be involved? Could he be a T one thousand? No, I don't know. <laughs> this, you know. This this is gonna need some work. <laughs> but uh, I'd watch it. Uh, so, um, Alex, have you played this game? <laughs> Actually, I did, uh, way back then, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, a, uh, it was kind of a childhood favorite of mine, uh, gotcha. played a whole bunch, it's, uh, it's one of those, uh, 3D platformer games, uh, pretty similar to something like Banjo-Kazooie, 
where you know you just gotta go around you know collecting a bunch of stuff which uh, you know this ver game's version of you know jiggies and stuff are golden spatulas of course they nice. are <laughs> how could it not be I mean it's, it's Spongebob after all I'm trying to think of I mean that's you know Spongebob is a rich character with plenty of things to pull from but like how much of it makes a video game like compelling? You're like, yeah, spatulas, okay. Because I'm trying to think of like other early SpongeBob stuff. Like, uh, he was blowing bubbles, and oh, there's a lot of that I... in the game. Oh yeah, <laughs> I you know I can't tell if you're being sarcastic, but it seems like yeah, there'd be a, a like an elaborate bubble blowing mini game. Um, or is that like his main form of attack? Because like, how do you take on the robots? Yeah, yeah. Spongebob no karate? I mean, he'll, like, you know, swing around, like, his little bubble wand, and, like, he'll, he'll use it to, like, you know, do, like, these, like, jumps, and he could, like, make, like, a little missile and, you know, you know, shoot at guys. They get a little creative with it. Good. I like it. Um, wish I had played it, man. You know, that, that's the thing. Uh, so, like, this game... And all games really post, like, Nintendo 64. I feel like I kind of stopped going for licensed games. Like, uh, I don't know what happened, but, like, I wasn't picking up the Nickelodeon stuff. Uh, you know, like, back in the Super NES days, I was all about it, man. I wanted some Ren and Stimpy. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think if there were, I'm trying to think of other, like, Nickelodeon-based games. I feel like... Uh, I guess Ren and Stimpy was the main one. They had a couple of... You know, I wanted, like, Vidiots. And, uh, you know, I feel like they had a space game. And then after a certain point, it's like, hmm, you know, I like Spongebob, but I don't know if I would ever play a game about it. <laughs> and it just, it never came up. Uh, you know, David, help me out here. You're a, you're a licensed game playing guy. Uh, did you ever play any of these old, uh, you know, come on, tuck us through your favorite Nickelodeon games. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, like, I... I feel weird talking about Spongebob, because Spongebob is... There is a very clear line. Like, that is the cutoff of when I stopped watching Nickelodeon. Like, everything oh. pre-Spongebob, I was fine. But for some reason, like, Spongebob's like, no, you know what? We're we're good. We're good. Hmm. I never got into Spongebob. That's crazy, man. Spongebob, I mean, now, here we are, 20 years later after he's been introduced. Uh, Spongebob is kind of awesome. And I've always liked Spongebob just fine. You know, for me, I'm trying to think. I think it was Cat Dog that made me never want to watch Nickelodeon ever again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How they, did they uh, poop? Yeah. See, I don't want to get into that. Like, <laughs> you know, but, you know, besides the uh, the horrifying logistics of a uh, cat and a dog fused together with no anus, um, <laughs> there's just the fact that the show wasn't very good. <laughs> it's like, man, late 90s, Nickelodeon was kind of floundering, man. Like, uh they didn't bring back Aaron uh, Stimpy. Doug had gone over to Disney. They needed a hit, and SpongeBob was it. And you know, I'm happy for their success. Happy for SpongeBob. But Johnny, help me. I mean, you, you watched uh, at least a little bit of Nickelodeon, right? Oh, a little bit. There's that show about skaters. I remember. What was that? Oh, what? Rocket oh. Power. Oh yeah, Rocket, Rocket Power. Power. <laughs> I was giving yeah. you a, a like a dirty look for a second. I'm like, what on earth? Oh right, that that show. <laughs> John, what, are you that... skaters? No. <laughs> yeah, John doesn't like extreme things. No. 
And they had that Rugrats all grown up, which I got like excited about at first, but then it, was, it wasn't very good. Oh, my dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no. It's the That's other the kind of dream. You like, see Tommy as some kind of stoner? <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's, the that, it's the thing that seems good on paper, and then you think about it like, oh, a sequel to the Rugrats. I love that show. Now I get to see them deal with adolescent angst and teenage problems? Right. Uh, no. <laughs> Which, for the record, is not all grown-up, as now actual grown-ups. <laughs> uh, I want to see the Rugrats in their 30s. I do not want to see them go through high school. <laughs> like, yeah, I want yeah. to see Tommy go to a job that he's just now realizing he kind of hates, and he's struggling yeah. with what to do. <laughs> I just want The Office, but with Rugrats. Like, what's so can wrong we, with that? Can we please get oh the episode God. where Susie struggles to file her taxes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I want Angelica as Jane Levis and Ghoul. Ooh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it really raises the question, since that was such a success, when are we getting SpongeBob all grown up? Hmm? You know, what? What's uh, I mean, what's the future hold for SpongeBob? Why is SpongeBob locked in a, like a Simpsons-esque time loop, where he never ages and is just the same adorable character all the time? Like, what you know, what's SpongeBob's adult life gonna hold? Is he gonna manage the restaurant someday? Hmm? Did he win the battle for Bikini Bottom? Uh, um, trying to, I mean, know. they made a Broadway oh. musical about SpongeBob. Like, I think he's doing all right. <laughs> I think that's right. I think that's SpongeBob all grown up is SpongeBob Broadway He's human. musical. Oh god. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> it's the well, future we shouldn't have asked about. I'm actually about to blow your guys' minds uh, a little bit because, you know, like this game, it actually had a little bit of a cult falling and I mean, it was like so much of a cult falling that they uh, they're actually coming out with a, a remake of sorts for this game, similar to like the uh, the uh, the Crash Insane trilogy and stuff where it's like it's got like upgraded graphics and all that. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> awesome. So yeah, that's your all grown up is SpongeBob SquarePants HD remix. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? That's amazing. I'm so happy to know that. Yeah, that's great, man. So that's that's obviously a fan thing. That's not a. Uh, oh no no you know. no no! It's a it's a legit you know. Oh, tell me, Nick's putting money into that. <laughs> it good for is. Them. They are. Good for them. That's so uh, good. And uh, Nickelodeon men, you know, they, they they're all they're evergreen in my book. What a what a great channel and handling of uh, of IP. You know, I, I got a, I got nothing uh, nothing bad to say about them aside from Cat Dog. What the fuck, man? Seriously, what was the what was the deal with Cat Dog? Oh, yeah, well, gross. Um, yeah, no, that's fucking great. So when is that coming out? I want to play that. <laughs> it's like I have a kid now. And now is the time to be playing a SpongeBob game. See, that's the thing. In 2003, I was—it was like uh, me and robots. I was too old for this shit. Now it's like, actually, yeah, I, I need a SpongeBob game on my PlayStation. Where is that game? <laughs> I want to say it's coming out like April or May, so just a few months away. Hell yeah! I'm assuming with a fully remastered soundtrack. It's gonna—you know—they so they got the Final Fantasy VII remake team doing it, or. Uh, no, they're busy with Final Fantasy VII Remake, I assume. They probably don't have time for the Spongebob Remake. Yeah, I think uh, they're pretty busy for the next ten or so years. 
Yeah, but God, I would love to see SpongeBob get like a super serious overhaul of all the battle mechanics. <laughs> you know, new voice acting. No, not new voice acting. The voice acting in SpongeBob is great. Um, hell yeah, man! I you know I look forward to that. That that would be a that'd be fucking great to have this year. Because yeah, my son's just about old enough to start engaging with games. He won't be good at them. But like he'll want to play them, so it's time to time to give him the SpongeBob treatment. Uh, awesome pick, Alex. Anything else on SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom? Uh, definitely check that game out. It's actually not that bad. Hell yeah, that's a ringing endorsement for a Nickelodeon <laughs> licensed game. <laughs> not that bad. Yeah, pull quote, heard million seller. GameCube, uh, you know, selects. <laughs> Johnny, let's keep it going. Game three.
This third-party Wii game features a dynamic soundtrack. Live bands were recorded with slow and fast versions of each hit so that instrumentation could be added. Uh, different instruments are added depending on the color of your main character. I don't even care if he writes anything down. Johnny gets a point just for dancing. Yeah, he really committed to that. Good lord. <laughs> did you write something down, John? Yes, I did. Did anyone else write something down? All right. So what the fuck? It's a, it's a dick smoking a joint. say, Johnny has a um, marijuana smoking <laughs> penis. Sadly incorrect. Uh, John Harrington has a very confident de blob, and Alex Messenger has de blob, which there shouldn't be question marks because both of them are correct. Johnny, play a hat trick sound because you get a point for dancing. Yeah, you earned that one, Johnny. Uh, I don't encourage people to watch our live stream, but that you, you missed something on this one. Uh, oh, no, wait. Yeah, do watch the live stream or listen to podcasts for whatever you like. Consume us. Um, yeah. Wow. 
uh, what a what a sight to behold. That was uh, talking about John Danson. I'm not talking about to blob. Uh, <laughs> let's so say, you know just what else spend is the next 15 minutes to... discussing John dancing. <laughs> say, you I know didn't what else stop is a, the whole song. <laughs> a sight to behold. The colors in the blob. Yes. Uh, seriously, David, work on that trivia, because man, what a giveaway! <laughs> a third-party Wii game in which your main character might have a different like color. Hmm. What could it be? Well, I figured if I just left it alone at the dynamic soundtracks, like, I don't know that anyone else has played this game. It's like, I'm, I'm going to add a little more of a hint in here. Yeah, you're, you're actually right to assume that, because uh, for all the love that I have for DeBlob, I did never play it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it looks so cool and charming, and no, I, I never played it. Uh, this game is actually really fucking fun. I I recommend playing it, John. I really do. I yeah, no, I, I know that I should have played it because uh, I heard it compared favorably to Katamari Damacy back in the day. Because uh, you're like a blob rolling around and coloring things, and it's got this cool abstract art style, and I'm like, that sounds great. It just didn't happen. I don't know why. <laughs> like, it, I'm gonna it really play Twilight have. Princess some more. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, trying to think of what you know, what else came out in two thousand eight that I was playing. It had to be like fucking Smash Brothers or something. Oh yeah, I, I, I think know. it was Smash Brothers. Yeah, I, I think my time was monopolized. <laughs> so, uh, you know, oh well. But uh, so you know, tell us about it, man. Uh, this is uh, you know, Katamari Damacy, but you're a color changing blob. Game Basically. Four. Um. So the the story of the game is there's this beautiful colored I think it's called Prism City I don't actually remember the name but uh, a group of evil inkblots come and steal all the color away so you are this amorphous blob who joins the underground resistance to fight this evil ink organization by dyeing yourself print colors and painting the world bright colors again I like it ties into the theme because the the ink army i think it's inked i-n-k-t it's like an evil corporation um they use paint robots so they the robots will like suck out all the color and then you can smash those to get that color and then if one of the robots gets onto you they can drain your color away from you so there are these evil like spider robots that just have these giant balls of bright colors attached to them that's cool. I, yeah, I guess, you know, I never, you know, thought about it very hard, but it's like, yeah, you have to be a blob and paint the, you know, town different colors, and it's like, well, I mean, if you can just change colors, then, like, what's the what's the challenge of the game? But no, yeah, you have to attack things and acquire the colors to, you know, to paint the town. That's actually pretty cool, man. And I just was looking, and apparently this has come out for Nintendo Switch. So, uh, you know, it might be time to lift my unintentional 12-year embargo on playing De Blob. And uh, maybe maybe play a little De Blob. <laughs> it's fun. I will say um, it can get a little repetitive because... Oh. Well, because, like, there's a whole bunch of, like, big, sprawling open environments, and you kind of, like get a certain score, open up more of the level, and all that kind of stuff. So to do that, you have to, like, complete missions and side things and all that. But there's only, like, four or five main objectives. Like, oh, here's a time trial race. Here's a group of enemies to defeat. Go paint the 
six specific things. And then they okay. just kind of like recycle and over and over. So after a while, it can get a little repetitive. But the main game is still fun. Like it's an enjoyable platforming game. Um, yeah. You get to change your color. It uses the the primary colors. And then if you're blue and hit a yellow enemy, you turn green. Um, and then so you can like build your colors that way. And eventually, if you just keep mixing colors, you turn into this brown blob that kind of makes everything like this really nice bronzish color. Um, oh. And as you go... Everything is, like, very basic and monochrome, but as you hit it, the colors burst out. Like, trees are basically dead, but then when you hit them, they get leaves, and they're bright and colorful. And as you go around and, like, fill in the colors of area, everything starts to become vibrant. So, like, there's a park that's all dead and empty and everything, and if you get all of the trees and the fountain, then all of a sudden the whole park comes out, and it adds a new layer to the music. And all of a sudden, like, life is brought back. And yeah, it's it is very Katamari Damacy, where you just kind of like zone out and just cruise through the game. See, yeah, I, I like that. And you know, the whole color restoring thing, I did learn you know recently that I like that as a mechanic because I played the fuck out of that uh, that indie game Greece. Uh, that is you know that's uh, that's right up my alley, man. Adding beauty to the world through uh, the you know addition of color and the, the world you know becoming more vibrant and coming back to life. Uh, that's kind of my. That's kind of right up my alley right now. That sounds fucking great. So, <laughs> I probably have been missing out on this. That uh, sounds fucking delightful. And so, you know, is there actual like combat and stuff with the robots or? Because uh, so that was my other question. Is you're you're a little blob. Like, what what can you really do besides blob about? Like, you can. You, know, you don't even like, have a boy. You're ju- you're merely a blob. You can like roll into enemies, or you can jump up and slam down onto them. And that's pretty much how you attack. So it controls Word. very simply, but um, it's very fluid. So there's there's little like jump pads between certain sections, so you can kind of like zip line between buildings. Um, but mostly you're just kind of like jumping and rolling and slamming. Sweet. Now, question, David: uh, Was this the game that uh, cemented your love of uh, color and ink based? Uh, platforming uh, games is 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 the blob due for a comeback? Say in uh, in the the world of Splatoon. See, I figured. I wondered how long it was going to take before somebody would bring up that comparison. And you know what? It's an easy I, association. I mean, look at it. I, I would be down for that. Yeah. Oh, the blob. It, yeah, it makes a special guest appearance for like a Splatfest. Like you know, pr- uh, what's their faces? Pearl and Marina. Bring them out. It's like. I don't know, this guy's kind of weird. It kind of gives me the creeps. And he's like, hey, check this out. And he just like, splat. And just like blows color all over the world. Uh, you know, I think he'd be good. Would he be a, like, a, like a special mode? Would it be like, uh, what was the one where you have to like break the barrier around the, the special weapon? Like, you know, Oh, can you, Rainmaker. Yeah, you know, would it be a special like Deblob Rainmaker? Uh, or maybe I'm it's just like the blob factors into this caper. <laughs> or maybe it's just like a new special weapon. You put on a de blob costume and you just run into people. That's actually that would be pretty fun. Hey, just like a living, you know, Splatoon roller. You know, that's just what de blob is. I kind of like it. It should come back. There, David said it. Uh, you know, great idea, David. Million dollar idea. Because you know, there's there's so many fans of de blob out there that. 
also are demanding more uh, more content for Splatoon 2. You know, you got the Octo expansion. Where's the Blobo expansion? I mean, really, it's a it's a vast, untapped market of literal dozens of people. Yes, <laughs> yeah, there are dozens of us. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the, you know, the game looks fucking cool, and it always has. And I, you know, I've always been like, it's always been one of those in the back of my mind that like, if I was ever at the used game store and I saw it for like ten to fifteen bucks, it's like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I'll grab the blob. And I still haven't. <laughs> I'm sure I've passed it by thousands of times now. <laughs> you just go to the used game store. Oh, hey, it's the blob. $16. Pass. Yeah, no, $16.99 on a Wii game. That's a barrier to entry, my man. <laughs> like, just you know, wait, man. You show me $14.99 or you get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> like, <laughs> when are you going to go there? And like that, it turns out this game is now a collector's item after we've mentioned it on Game That Tune. Bingo. It's going to be $100. <laughs> yeah, they play Game That Tune in GameStop now. And uh, everybody's going to know how great this game is. And everybody's going to grab it. It makes sense. So, you know, I mean, that's fine. Let the, let the joy... You know, let the joy of Deblob color the world again. Uh, everybody, uh, everybody should play uh, should play Deblob and play games that bring joy and color to the world. That's uh, it's an, un- an untapped genre. You know, it's Deblob and Greece. How many more? You know, we we need more of these games. It's, uh, it's just uh, a home run. One thing that I do think is cool because it was like a, a really small development studio, and it started off as like a tech demo, and they're like, actually, this this game's pretty fun. And they shopped it around, and then eventually Nintendo was like, yeah, you know what? Um, you should make this. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we like you. Make you. Uh, and that's all, the, that's all the email from Shiggy said. So, uh, you know, excellent pick, David. Uh, great game. Great tunes. Uh, as demonstrated, yeah. you know, as, Or as illustrated by Johnny's refusal to stop grooving. Um, you know, just a phenomenal soundtrack. So, uh, anything else, David, on Dublob? Is it Dayblob? Uh, Dublob. Dublob. Um, yeah, uh, apparently it's, I think it's a Dutch studio, and duh is like the Dutch word for the. So it's literally just the blob. Right, right. But, uh. Just making sure it wasn't a, no, like a, a, a you know, Mexican thing. It's a, it's a super fun game if you passed on it, uh, which I imagine most people do. Um,. Go back and give it a try. It's a really fun time. It's a good game to just kind of groove on. Hell yeah. That's yeah. what we're all, all about video game grooving around here. Right, John? I'll speak to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is going to drive sales of this game is like the grooving soundtrack. Like, they're not even gonna, people aren't even going to play the game. It's going to fire up a level and then just groove. Yeah. Hours. <laughs> if the game has a sound test, even better. <laughs> if the game oh, has a perfect. soundtrack CD, even better. Don't even need oh. to play the game. <laughs> no, wait. Play the game. Johnny, let's keep going. <laughs> game four.
right, guys. So this uh, entry in the series introduced a, a new concept of optional boss battles that can affect the uh, outcome or ending of the game. guys let's uh, see some correct answers here can you hear that trivia one more time nope <laughs> I hit it before you even read it <laughs> yeah, that, gotta read the room man Alex is shaking his head he's okay. you know, alright we all right. have a let's, guest let's, let's do this again alright John says Mega Man X2 Alex says Mega Man and base question mark and I know David wrote Mega Man. There it is, Mega Man X2. So we got two correct answers with Mega Man X2. <laughs> Alex, I'm sorry it's not Mega Man and Base, and I'm sorry that I jumped the gun on hitting that. Uh, you idiot! <laughs> Did you hear him play the hat trick sound, Alex? I know, like, I was like, started to bring it up, and all of a sudden I just hear, you know, Indiana Jones, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was totally <laughs> wrong! <laughs> Oh, uh, that's all right, though, man. You know, logically, this game should not be available for use on the show in episode 186. It makes right? what? zero what sense that we haven't used this. If you catch my drift. Uh, yeah. Zero I, sense. I, I do appreciate your honesty, Alex, because you could have very easily started to go and hear the hat trick like, oh, uh, yep, I got a point there. Yeah, yeah, I got a point. Your board away. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. I wrote the right answer. Totally. Yeah, definitely. And I would, I would have believed you. I would give you the point. <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, this soundtrack, uh, like all Mega Man soundtracks, pretty prolific. Uh, pretty good. Pretty, uh, pretty well known in the video game music circles. Though, you know, I don't think Johnny that you necessarily played the hits. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all right. Yeah, it's not as good. The soundtrack's not as good as Mega Man X One. I feel like that's definitely the stronger soundtrack. Oh, absolutely. Of the, of the Super Nintendo Mega Man X games. I'm trying to be um, nice, but yeah, no. Mega Man X's soundtrack yeah. is superb, and this is merely oh. very good. And Mega Man X Three eh, also very good. Maybe even very very good. But uh, yeah, man, this uh, man, great, uh, great, great pick, man. Way to way to scour the uh, the list of games that we haven't uh, chosen yet. See, honestly, I, I thought this would come from David. David's Mr. Mega Man. I was, David thought it would come from David. I was so close. <laughs> like, I guys, seriously, about ten episodes ago, I realized that we hadn't used Mega Man X2. It was like, you know what? I'm just going to slip that in my back pocket. 
nobody's gonna know and then i'm gonna pull it out and we're gonna have that like how have we not used that already and then as soon as i heard those first like three notes like damn you john yeah no, same. Uh, <laughs> well, that was, was a quick one I was ready for some kind of Sonic game or something from Johnny. I mean, there's got to be something out there that he hasn't played yet. Right? No, I yeah. think I've done every... I think we've done every Sonic... We have done Sonic Heroes, I guess, but does that have robots? I don't even know. Johnny, we have done Sonic Heroes. Oh, we have? Oh, okay. I don't think we've I, done, I think Sonic we've done every Sonic game. So. Do you not remember our discussion of the Sonic Heroes cutscenes <laughs> where I... Oh, you know, lost my mind over Big the Cat saying, Froggy! Come on! I thought that was Sonic Adventures. Froggy. Nope. Sonic Adventure. Heroes. Ugh, right. Nightmare. We're not talking Sonic Heroes, god yeah, damn it. no. <laughs> uh, so, Man Johnny, X2. tell me about your favorite uh, boss in Mega Man X2. Wheel Gator. Yeah, easy. Or Wheel Crocodile, whatever it is. Wheel Gator, Wheel number Gator. one with a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. Easy. He's a gator. Uh, he's got wheels. Like, yeah. yeah. What else do you want? <laughs> How do we improve this alligator? Uh, tank treads? No, that's absurd. Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely wheels on that gator. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I, I, I like that this game too. Uh, the previous game had the um, Hadouken as a secret power weapon you can get. This mm-hmm. has the sure you can. You could do a dragon punch as Mega Man. Fuck which yeah, is, dude. Dude. <laughs> like, seeing Mega Man do a dragon punch, I think makes this game worth it. <laughs> like, does like, that, I can't remember, does that like one shot everything? Or yes. is it, like, even the bosses? Because, yeah. yeah, you have to, like, you have to have basically beaten the game to unlock it, right? Like, yeah, I forget the exact details, but I know it's like you need full E tanks and all the heart upgrades. Like, you need every single possible thing. Um, and you wind up, pl- you wind up like playing and exiting a level like seven or eight times, something really weird like that. And at the end, like you climb up a cliff and there's a, you know, there's a short you can, and, um, and, and yeah, it's a one hit, any, any boss, any, anything. That's um, dope. And yeah, it's Mega Man doing a dragon punch. I really wish they kept that trend in the Mega Man X series because I really wanted like Mega Man X5 to have X do the spinning bird kick. Oh, hell yeah, man. When you know, Mega Man X6, he gets Akuma's Raging Demon uh, Ultra Combo. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mega Man just goes, prepare yourself. And then uh, Mega and Man actually- X7 gets the 100 hand slap because X7 is terrible. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, John, I actually do have a slight correction because I, I was looking at the entry for the Shoryuken in uh, in Mega Man X2. Uh, it does not kill all bosses in one hit. Oh, I thought it did. Shit. Yeah. Nope. Does it not kill the, Sigma in one hit? If exception? you graze the edge of the boss, it will take heavy damage but not kill it entirely. Morph Moth will not be killed if it's in its cocoon form and you hit it with a Shoryuken. And Sigma's viral form takes several hits before being killed with a Shoryuken. Although it's possible to one-shot it by trapping him on the ceiling, thank you, Mega Man Knowledge Database, uh, useful website that that is. Um, I love the idea of a man Shoryuking, Shoryukening a robot moth cocoon. And then be like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> that, um, I thought that was going to kill you. I, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. What world am I living in where I'm <laughs> using a dragon punch on a robot moth cocoon? 
Oh, God, Mega Man. Yeah, that's when he starts questioning his purpose. Like, what am I fighting for? I'm <laughs> Dragon Punch in a big robot cocoon. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and uh, I like how the, this game, I feel like it, it's sort of the Empire Strikes Back of Mega Man games in terms of overall. Go on. <laughs> in terms of having a darker tone, because the game opens, Zero is dead. All right. And people have stolen his body parts, and your goal, one of the, the optional side missions, is to try to recollect Zero's body, which is dark. And yes. then, <laughs> and that's about it. It's dark, just like Empire Strikes Back. Isn't this the game where, like, in the intro cutscene, like, X and some other random Reploid are, like, on hover bikes going towards, like, some base, Fuck and yeah. the other guy, like, immediately gets shot and exploded in front of you? Yeah, R.A.P. Mm. Green uh, Maverick Hunter, man. He just yeah. he did not last long. He went out in a blaze of glory. Uh, and, yeah, it's a, it's a sweet cutscene. You're on your hover bike things, and, like, things are going great, and then pff, he's gone. Is getting Zero's <laughs> penis an optional item? Um, What's the unlock conditions for that one, John? <laughs> yeah, I man, I don't have anything funny to add to that. That's great on its own. <laughs> it's like, big and it's know. green and it one-shots enemies. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like now: are we looking at Zero's penis, Zero Z saber, or are they the same thing? I was gonna yeah, say they're the same. Thing. You know, he calls his penis the Z saber, no question. <laughs> I yeah. call my penis a sea saver, guys. Like it's it's a great name for a penis. <laughs> yeah, uh, you just troll people with it. Um, Girl, are you ready for my Z saver? <laughs> uh, I was gonna say it'd be funny if the Empire Strikes Back opened with uh, everybody has stolen Obi Wan Kenobi's body parts, <laughs> and <laughs> that's what the Empire Strikes Back is about: is Luke trying to reassemble Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Oh my god, and then he gets resurrected. And, oh. Hell yeah. And then you get to <laughs> play his game in Return like, of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he goes to the Dagobah system. Yoda's got most of the parts. Oh god. Um, oh god, Yoda's Dr. Light. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what I, we need to be doing. Like, let's just try to stretch the entire Mega Man X series over now the completed nine Star Wars movies. Like, <laughs> how do they line up? <laughs> Although I, I do question your saying that this is the Empire Strikes Back, because um, I'm pretty sure this is like the only Mega Man X game without an ice level. And that's how the Empire <laughs> Strikes Back starts. Damn it, he's right. Yeah. yeah, you got me. Uh, and I, yeah, I think about it. If it's X2, it ma makes it episode two. So I don't want to explore the ways no. that this is the Attack of the Clones of Mega Man. Because uh, Attack of the Clones is so bad. I never, ever want to talk about it or see it again. So this um, is the one where Mega Man X is creepy as shit, right? Yeah, Mega Man X hates sand. <laughs> it just... <laughs> Gets everywhere. It's irritating. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, Overdrive Ostrich's stage was a bitch. Yep. This all checks oh, out. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to now. I'm just trying to dreamcast the Star Wars movies with the cast of Mega Man X two. And I mean, yeah. Seems like Samuel L. Jackson, you know, Mace Windu being played by Overdrive Ostrich would be pretty good. <laughs> Uh, just spitballing here. 
Um, Who was the the robot they had to fight that coughed for some reason? Oh, oh yes, yeah, General Grievous. <laughs> yeah, you could have uh, Bubble Crab as General Grievous, I think. No, no, no. General Grievous is so fucking stupid that he has to be Wire Sponge. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. perfect. <laughs> like, seriously, I love Mega Man X games, and, you know, I, I'm always like, man, they really started getting wacky with those bosses in, like, Mega Man X3, 4, and so on. It's like, X2 had a fucking sponge. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I also love that it has a fucking sponge that gives you a grapple hook. Hell yeah. God, this game is logical. <laughs> Airtight. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Also, the you know, second uh, second game tonight with a sponge. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. So you get a little backdoor theme. little backdoor theme, man. Uh, yeah. God, you know, what a fucking game. David, you got a favorite Mega Man X2 boss? Actually, I, I really liked Morph Moth because of, like, the two-phase boss fight. You didn't really <laughs> see that in Mega Man games until, like, the Wily Machine. So just mm-hmm. having, like, a Maverick that you fought in two different me- modes, like, I thought that was badass. Mm-hmm. You just love Shoryukening that fucking cocoon, man. I get it. I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just wail like on that thing. It's like punching a pinata. <laughs> it's satisfying, except you don't get candy, you get a boss fight out of it. So, you know, it's all good. Uh, Alex, do you, uh, so, you know... I know you didn't get the game right, but that's okay. Did you play Mega Man X2? Because that's also okay if you didn't, because I, I overlooked this for like 20 years. Yeah, I, I have not, no. <laughs> that's all right. It, it, this, you know, greatly passed me by back in the SNES days. It was only uh, later on in the years of uh, perfectly legal video game playing in the mid-2000s that I caught up with this series. Uh, and yeah, it turns out, you know, these are great. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a wild game, man. It, you know, it's wild that we haven't used this yet because uh, you know, all the Mega Man X games uh, are iconic in some way. Uh, you know, iconic, you know, for the good. Iconic for the fucking bizarre. <laughs> yeah, there's there's something great in all of them. Even even the crappy ones. There's something fantastic. So, I'm I'm glad that you picked this, John. And if there's nothing else on it, I also gotta say I'm glad that. Oh wait, you know, David, go for it. <laughs> No, I just had a question for you, because you asked us, who's your favorite Maverick? Oh, yeah. uh, mine was also Wheel Gator. <laughs> it's, oh, okay. it's a dope fight. <laughs> yeah. Number one, no question. <laughs> yeah, He comes up out of the water and jumps you like a gator. My knowledge of gators from living in Florida ch- you know, tells me that's not accurate. But then I remember, he's a robot gator. He can do whatever the fuck he wants, because he's got wheels. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's, uh, my, my knowledge of alligators doesn't apply to this one. <laughs> Just the way that uh, you said that, it's like, but he's a robot gator. <laughs> That's why we're playing the game, man. <laughs> you play to kill the robot gator. <laughs> but, Johnny, is there anything else on, uh, on Mega Man X2? <laughs> no, I think, I think we covered it. See, and I was just gonna say, I'm, I... You gotta have confidence in your pick. You should have ended the show with this, because now we have to end the show with my game for Game 5. Uh oh. <laughs> game 5.
primary type of robot in this game series uh, are known as Consento, which translates from Jap- uh, Japanese to English to outlet, as in power outlet. Baby, you're all that I want When you're lying here in my eyes I'm finding it hard to believe We're in heaven hearing that um it's johnny i'm sorry for yelling that was you singing right i, I should be scolding yes. david <laughs> that was me all right let's see those answers <laughs> oh no oh yes all right so john says aqua jam the game i you know no david says beat mania 
closer, and okay, <laughs> Alex has the correct answer. He says DDR Max 2, and he has thanked his girlfriend, who obviously can hear the music. That's correct. Wowie. DDR Max 2. Dance Dance Revolution uh, for the oh. PlayStation 2. Hey, it's the full title, David. You know, you got to say the whole thing. It's like a tribe called Quest. Um, fucking A, man. DDR Max 2 Dance Dance Revolution. What a game. Uh, tell me that I'm not the only DDR player here. Johnny, you played some of this? No. I'll play rhythm <laughs> games that don't involve my feet. You know, like, if I can use my hands, mm. I'm good, but anything with my feet, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Taito Drum Master? Yeah, I'll, I'll wax with drums. Right. I can't get into the DDRs, no. Donkey Bongos, you're in? Yeah. Donkey Bongos, Guitar Heroes, DJ <sighs> Heroes, Keyboard Heroes, you know. All right, yeah. Um, sure. I don't want to hear about any more of your heroes. Ukulele uh, you know. Hero. Macarena right. Heroes. You're talking about Samba de Amigo now. That's a uh, you know, different <laughs> game, John. <laughs> uh, Alex or David, any uh, any DDR experience, man? <laughs> My yeah, DDR experience so. is basically listening to the soundtracks. Fuck yeah, dude. And that is a good way to experience it. Because if you don't feel like dancing, you'll be made to feel like dancing after you listen to the soundtrack. And you just save yourself some money on the game. So you can just, you know, that's, that's the beauty of this game. You can listen to the music and dance without playing the game. And just give yourself a high score. You don't have to, like, buy an elaborate controller and embarrass yourself in front of your friends. <laughs> um, I, I miss arcades because I, I liked, I did like going to the arcade and seeing that one guy who had been playing this game way too goddamn much. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, like do the crazy like run in place like a ninja dance moves. You know, mm-hmm. and oh god, yeah. Like, I wish I could do that. I'm really jealous. No, I am too. That's the thing. Like people that are hardcore arcade DDR players, I have always been very envious of them because <laughs> it's like, wow, their brain is processing things and sending the signal to the farthest, farthest possible point. Their feet faster than I can possibly compute what's going on on that screen. Like, <laughs> I just... Uh, I'm jealous of those people. Anybody that can play DDR and even look like barely like they are cool or you know are really good at it, great job to them. Hats off to you. Uh, I really wish they me. made like a, a DDR white control version. Where it's just mm. like the most awkward dance moves that you can imagine. Every oh, that, song uh, is the Macarena. Zero foot movement. Involved. It doesn't track your foot movement. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was gonna say that's actually uh, that that's what Heaven by DJ Sammy is because uh, it's one of the easiest DDR songs ever. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that's what got me in the groove on this game. It's like that's the that's the song that made me realize like, John, you can play DDR. Look at you, you're doing it right now. Look, you're just doing the steps. Oh no! Like, <laughs> And it's like, do you want to try stepping it up into, like, heavy mode? Uh-oh. You've made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. John, You've made you a can totally huge play mistake. DDR. You want to step it up? Oh, God, no. No. Yeah, no, I, I learned very quickly, no. I did not want to step it up. Because, um, yeah, so my DDR I love the story. Idea. <laughs> I love the idea of, like, John, look at the screen. Okay, now look at your feet. 
you're playing DDR right now. <laughs> you're doing it right now. Yeah, that's, that's what the game was telling me because the you know Heaven by DJ Sammy was just running through my body. That song courses through my every like every fiber of my being, and it's just like oh my god, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm stepping on the the left arrow and then the down arrow and then the right arrow. Wow! And then uh, reverse it, down arrow, left arrow. Tap that up there. I did it. I, you know, fucking, I'm a master at this. I 100%ed Heaven by DJ Sammy on light mode. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I am the DDR um, master. Yeah. Nah, but, you know, I remember at some point in this game, you know, the series uh, escalating in popularity, somebody made it seem like this was a good fitness option. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, not for me. Uh, I know people that have, you know, said that they've lost uh, weight playing the game. There's actually a Taylor in our chat right now saying that they lost 30 pounds playing on heavy mode. Totally worth the <laughs> the $100 uh, pad controller. Good on you. Uh, I, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I, maybe it's because I was not good enough at heavy mode to get like fitness out of it. It's like <laughs> I can't, I can't play this. I, I'm, I'm just gonna go jogging. <laughs> like I've made a mistake thinking this would be a fun way to get in shape. <laughs> It's it's a fun way to embarrass myself, and now I'm you know I'm gonna go to the gym. So you know it wasn't good for my fitness goals, uh, but yeah you know, it was fun, man. I you know I bought the bought DDR Max two, and I got you know super great deal with it and two uh, PlayStation two plug-in pads. You know unfortunately the soft ones, not the hard ones, uh, but I got them on like eBay for a fucking you know steal. And so, you know, I fucking set that shit up. I was living with my buddies, uh, and, you know, we busted that shit out. And I was the only one that played it, and I got clowned on super hard. <laughs> and you know, I played it for you know, a few months there, and, uh, you know, finally got clowned out of playing it ever again. It's like, man, you know, they're right. I'm not good enough to go into heavy mode, so I should probably just... You know, let them use the TV as well, and we should play something that all of us enjoy. Fine, you jerks. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. DDR—it's a blast. But uh, I suffered such a humiliation at the hands of uh, my roommate's sister that I, I don't think I could play it in front of people for, say, the past 17 years or so. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what she said, but I remember just like the look of utter disgust. And like the uh, the other look of like, well, I'm never gonna fuck that guy. Like, not that she was interested, but like, the message was clear. Like, no. <laughs> to to me, at age 19, playing DDR, you know, that look from a woman was enough to be like, I need to hang this up. Uh, this uh, this experiment didn't go well. <laughs> I was a uh, probable no, but now my hard definitive yeah, no. It was. Wow, yeah. She practically made me sign something. Like, <laughs> good God. <laughs> it was bad. So, yeah. God, you know what? You know what I really want to do? <laughs> Humiliate I yourself? Find, yeah, I want to find a DDR tournament. I want to enter it. <laughs> then I, then I want to step up to the game. And the other guy chooses, like, whatever, you know, the crazy song. He chooses heavy, and I set it to light. <laughs> God, you should do that. <laughs> you get a perfect. Say, like, he gets a nearly perfect. <laughs> uh, tap, 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 tap. Uh, <laughs> light modes. You know. I, I was kidding. I did. I did at least beat several songs on like standard mode. I, I, I was good at standard mode. It's when you go past standard mode <laughs> that it's. Oh no, this. Uh, uh oh, 
you know, these Captain Jack songs, all this Euro trash bullshit music they've got in here, like, you can't move your feet this much. And when you do on that soft pad, it just starts wrinkling up and you lose the orientation of the pad and everything goes all wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, yep, it was, it was a fun while it lasted. <laughs> and, you know, it burned out bright, man. It was DDR Supernova. Me, 19, lonely. Uh, what a time it was. <laughs> I really do love this game and have some real negative associations with the time in my life I was playing it. So, uh, whew, man, what a mixed bag. <laughs> but it's, it's got know, robots. <laughs> fun story. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. about the robots. How this is a super fun story, but, like, I... When... When DDR was big, people were coming up with their, their clones for the computers, and there was like there was something similar to Step Mania. I forget what it was called for the computer, but there's one you can get for the computer. And I went out and I went on like PlayAsia.com and I bought the PS2 to USB adapter, and I actually went to GameStop and I bought the PS2 USB mat, or PS2 uh, uh, mat, DDR mat. You know, mm-hmm. with the 10, like, yeah, I'm going to plug this in my adapter. I'm going to set my computer. I'm going to play. Computer, all these custom songs like bombs over Baghdad and stuff like that. Never actually plugged the goddamn thing into my computer. <laughs> what? I remember you <laughs> showed me that. You, you download. You showed me the custom bombs over Baghdad like Step Mania. Uh, you yeah. never even played it. <laughs> no. Goddamn it, Johnny. No, that isn't a good <laughs> no. story. That's a terrible story. <laughs> Not one. What the fuck, man? It just sat in the top of my parents' closet for like five years. Jesus. <laughs> Can you get it back? Like, yeah. What's uh, that? Can you go get it? <laughs> Can you do it no, now? It's, it's long gone. <laughs> ah, yeah. Jeez, John. That's sadder than my story. I at least tried it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put myself out there. If, you know, I can just imagine you trying to play some DDR in your parents' house and your mom laughing at you and humiliating <laughs> you the way that yeah, that I was. Like, uh, yeah. Somehow, I got that, that look from my mother told me I was going to be single for a long time. <laughs> just say, and then I got that I'm never going to fuck you look from my mom. What? Whoa! No. Oh my god! David. No! 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 <laughs> That's the joke I was trying to tiptoe around. No. <laughs> 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 oh, I was, yeah, was, was going to let it go. Yeah. yeah. There, there are robots in DDR Max 2. Calculated computer. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. What? Are we doing this? Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it.
All right, guys, so this bonus tie-breaking fan request uh, is uh, coming to us via our Discord server. Uh, let's see, that came to us from Keladon in Discord, so thank you very much, Kel, for this request. And so this game, uh, in between its five beat-em-up stages are five hit stages in which the player gets three hits to destroy the following things. A street punk, a semi-truck, a building, a giant crab, and... The moon. guys who's feeling great feeling pretty good. good good johnny your feelings are irrelevant you're out of this thing but you can still show I me know. an answer uh let's see john says sonic blast no alex and david <laughs> both have the correct answer sonic blast man this is supposed to be a tiebreaker you guys <laughs> yeah Damn it, man. Uh, Johnny, did you really not read that this was Sonic Blast Man? Did you think Sonic Blast, not Sonic Blast Man? No, I was just being stupid. I actually didn't read it. I just thought uh, I read Sonic Blast. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. If that's the case, that's crazy that you got so close with a stupid answer. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> the game was Sonic Blastman. You, you guessed Sonic Blast? That's uncanny. Wow. Uh,. Go buy yourself a lottery ticket. You'll get five out of the six tonight. Um, <laughs> good lord. Uh, yeah. So this game, uh, David, you you played a uh, played a shitload of SNES beat 'em ups. So I'm sure you know about Sonic Blast, man. So I never played this game. I wanted to, but I am aware of it uh, actually because Sonic Blast Man was by Taito and did mm -hmm. make a cameo appearance in um, Bust a Move. Two or three, 
I don't remember really? which one. So when I used Bust a Move on the show a couple weeks ago, I was looking up trivia and I went down a Wikipedia rabbit hole. It's like, oh, there's a cameo from Sonic Blast Man. What's that game about? And then I started looking up <laughs> that game. It's like, actually, this game looks fucking awesome. I need to make yeah, it out to play this. It kind of looks cool. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, it looks like someone took notes on a lot of other things and just kind of put them all together. Because, like, it's got beat-em-up shit like Final Fight. Uh, it's got cool, like, superhero-ish characters like Captain Commando. Um, it's got these weird in-between things in between the beat-em-up stages. Kind of like Mortal Kombat's Test Your Might. <laughs> where, like... The first one, it was like, it was like I said, it's a street punk, and you, it's, so there's literally just like, a, it's a punk, and it's, he's like looking at you, and you get three punches, and you have to charge up a punch, and hit, and land the punch, so you have a fist moving back and forth, and you have to charge the punch, land the punch, and you get three of those, and if you like score high enough, you, you know, knock the guy out, you know, and then somehow it scales up to a semi-truck, a building, a giant crab, and the moon, I guess eventually you knock out the moon. Um, but I yeah, like that part. Uh, see, that's the thing. I watched. I saw the one where the building gets demolished. I'm like, what's a superhero doing, knocking over a building? That's that's the whole. That's that was everybody's problem with Man of Steel. Don't do that. Like, <laughs> don't just wreck a building, you jerk. Um, but yeah, so you know, it it's got some weird stuff going on. Uh, and like, er, you know, in the early parts of the game, you're a big ass superhero. You look like you know half man, half transformer. You know, you got like uh, like car headlights for your chest, practically, and you are beating the shit out of some just like normal looking guys, like you know, some guys in like overalls and suspenders. Like, you are beating up some street punks as Sonic Blast Man, and like, you know, it starts out like you got a little punch cycle, and then he like grabs them and shakes them like you know inhumanly and throws them all the way across the screen. It's like, holy fuck, man, he's killing these men, <laughs> like. Yeah, not not like violently, you know, or like not graphically, but like, yeah, you know, the, the men aren't surviving their encounter with Sonic Blast Man. He's a, he's a psychopath, this uh, Sonic Blast Man. And then eventually you move into space and stuff like that. But you know, the first couple levels you're just like beating up normal guys. I'm like, wow, this is fucked up. This, you know, Sonic Blast Man. He's a menace. It's like it's like that show on Amazon, The Boys. Like, how do you stop this guy? <laughs> oh, Lord. Um. But yeah, no, the game looks like a hoot, and it's got a great SNES soundtrack. You beat shit up, you beat other things up. It's just beating up stuff in various modes. Like, it's uh, it looks dope, and uh, you know, I don't know, man. It's <laughs> really something, a relic. I, I feel like Taito games back in the day. They, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they had like a definable like kind of wheelhouse. So I think they just tried everyone else's wheelhouses. <laughs> it's like. Sometimes you get Sonic Blast Man. It's like, um, yeah, that's actually, that's that's a pretty fun riff on what everybody else was doing. So, it's dope, and it did yeah. nothing to break this tie. <laughs> like, nope. I was gonna say, I kind of feel hell, like, John? <laughs> I kind of feel like the Taito wheelhouse is just arcade. Like, whenever you think of arcade game, it's a Taito game. Yeah. Like, I just this realized. sounds like the most arcade beat 'em up possible. Should. For the future of Game That Tune, should all tiebreakers be Taito games? Uh, it feels like Ooh. a pun that needs to be enforced. You know, we we do a little Taito tiebreaker. Uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pencil that into the charter. Yeah. Uh, a Taito breaker. Uh, we'll just have to keep uh, all Taito games in our back pockets. <laughs> just say, I should Perfect. I should try and find like a very classic Taito sound effect that we use as the tiebreaker sound now. Yeah, David. Uh, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> you remember hearing that old boot up Space Invaders? <laughs> Tim the Taito Man Taylor. <laughs> uh, uh, what time is it? Taito time. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Oh my god, I'd watch the hell of that show. Yeah, we're, yes, Tim Allen selling you Taito games instead of tools and you know somehow still injuring himself. <laughs> yep. Would watch. But anyway, uh, so yeah, that did nothing. So Johnny, it's up to the calculated computer to uh, right, to sort we'll this one out. Says. Then. Yeah. Calculating computer <laughs> activated. Computers. Beeps. Beeps. What the heck? Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Regan. <laughs> of course it is! Hey. <laughs> Damn it, man. Me, I guess. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's it. It it went with the classic John win, where he got the I lowest we, score, and everyone else was tied. Tie. Or had won the game recently, so... Uh, great, man. You know, we really get... We, get, we also need to have a... Uh, a guest calculated computer sound for uh, future guests. <laughs> you know, there's uh, there's also the reasons that Alex can't win that we don't have a sound to play. <laughs> like, <laughs> going into the show, I already knew I was going to be a loser, and that's okay. Hey, man, but you nah, see, man. you're the best kind of loser, a loser that actually played the game very well and kicked ass on GTT. You yeah, know, that's uh, that's a winner in our book. We call that John <laughs> Regan. Oh, wait, no, it's yeah. the opposite of John Regan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. John Regan plays the game poorly and, and maintains his presence on the show. You pop in every now and then kick ass, but don't win. So, you know, whatever whatever our thing is, you're part was, of it, man. I was uh, going to say, it's like, hey, you did better than John Regan. And then I realized, you know, that doesn't really say a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, come on you're, now. Your bar for being good at Game That Tune set pretty low. <laughs> I know some <laughs> games. Come on. Yeah, I, I keep a stat page, John. I can pull it up anytime I want, and uh, you know the numbers never lie. So, uh, Johnny, last place winner, you get to pick the theme for next week's episode. What do you What do you got in mind, man? Uh, well, at Magfest, <laughs> I got to see David Wise play. Is David Wise five? Okay, mm. so. I think that I'm trying to think of think, think of how to word this, but I want like I want games by like a like a known composer, you know. Like I want us to hear the music, and be like, I think this is so and so, and like try to figure that out. You know what I mean? So it's it's not a free play because it can't just be any game, and it's not but, a softball because you're not just saying giveaway stuff, but you want you want some uh, you want some big name composers sounds. Yeah, you want yeah. distinct, uh, distinct sounds. Yeah, big name composers, distinct sounds, and you know, if you pick a composer nobody's ever heard of, you gotta figure out how to justify that, I guess, right? I'm gonna leave it up to you to figure out if this is a right, big name yeah. composer or not. If it's like a one-shot composer, it better be an iconic goddamn soundtrack. So, yeah, uh, John, I'm intrigued by that idea. Because yes, yeah. your recent trip to Magfest, rubbing elbows with video game royalty like uh, like David Wise and Harumi Fujita, obviously has left mm -hmm. you with a taste for the finer things. So jealous. Uh, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> Johnny met a kindly middle-aged Asian woman and just, yeah, just somehow got her to take a polite selfie with him. What a- I walked up. I walked up to her and just waved my phone. I was like, "Picture? No, yeah. she doesn't speak a word of English." <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, like, come on." What a sport. <laughs> She's a great, great like, lady. Um, but yeah, so uh, all that is to say, uh, well-known composers and uh, distinct, uh, distinct sounds on uh, next week's show. We'll, we'll figure out what that means. But uh, thank you so much, everybody, for listening this week. Alex, thank you for joining us, man. We really, uh, we really appreciate uh, every time you stop by. So uh, you know, thanks for coming, man. Well, thank you for having me. This was fun. Yeah, yeah man, it's always a blast. And uh, so thank you, everybody, for, uh, for playing along with us, watching along live. Uh, we're live every Wednesday night on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Search for Game That Tune. The show comes out in podcast form the following Wednesdays. We're uh, in Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Just find us, Game That Tune, listen to us, enjoy us. Uh, thank you to everybody for the request. We got a ton of great requests this week. If your request didn't get on the show, never fear. There's always more shows coming up, and you know I I will frequently dig into the request queue uh, as I did tonight to pick my own game. So uh, thank you to everybody who places a request. Uh, you know, and you know, we appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, making your requests. Uh, thank you to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. That's the shit right there. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We've got GTT gyms. We've got Jesse's covered up series. We're going to be getting back into the swing of things here in a little bit with some other uh, fun bonus stuff. So just keep it tuned to GTT uh, on Patreon, uh, we, you know, which I don't normally say. Keep it tuned to patreon.com slash game that tune. we got a lot of fun stuff in the works. And uh, we really appreciate you guys supporting us. Special thanks to the super fans. One of them's here right now, Alex Messenger. Thank you. Special thanks. Uh, special thanks also to Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, XX Chrono XX. Uh, Dominic Guy and Kelly Yom, thank you all so much. You know, just piles and piles of super fans for Game That Tune. It is uh, very, very humbling and very flattering to have your support for uh, for our fucking wacky show and wacky YouTube uh, channel. Uh, and speaking of that YouTube channel, go over there, uh, youtube.com slash game that tune. We got a 24 seven video game music live stream. That's, uh, that's a big attraction there. It's been streaming for, uh, going on two years now. Uh, more not gifts gonna than stop. ever now. Yeah. Gifts out the ass on that stream. It's great, man. That's where they come from. That's, that's the ass. That's where I pulled them from. Um, so yeah, check us out there. Uh, and yeah. Uh, oh, right. Uh, I already thanked all the requesters, but hit us with your request there. Hit us with your request in Discord. Hit us up in uh, our email, gamethattune at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at gamethattune. You can find me on Twitter at jgangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at dfdfleming. Alex doesn't do a whole lot of Twitter, but he does have a good Facebook presence. Uh, you can find Alex uh, on Facebook in the VGM Podcast fan group. And uh, Alex, anything else that you want to plug? Say maybe a podcast that you've uh, started making. Yeah, I seem to have one of those uh, podcast things. It's uh, of yeah. the VGM variety. It's uh, Oh! Yeah, well, my show is The Messenger Presents a VGM Journey. I mean, it's pretty much like this show, except it's not a guessing game, and I don't really do topics. I just play yeah. whatever the hell I want. I endorse your show heartily. It's a very it's a fun listen. It's a free play every episode. Pretty much, man. It's free play the show. 
uh, you know, yeah, check that out. And, and you can find John hey. Regan, the man who doesn't have anything to plug, on Twitter. Alex, at- <laughs> wait, Alex, can we can we swap shows? Can I just do your show and just free play every week? You come do my show instead mm. <laughs> and have to compete with people. <laughs> that sounds sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I think we could come down to some kind of agreement. Yeah, I'll I think, think about Johnny, it. Johnny would be a pretty great guest on a show with zero stakes. So, uh, <laughs> oh. yeah, that's the dream right there, baby. <laughs> Got to retire from so, that too. <laughs> so I'm on Twitter at JP Regan Jr. Hell yeah, you are. So, uh, Johnny, you got bonus tunes this week? I know you never prepared to win. I got bonus tunes this week. Yeah, I'm got? never prepared to win, but I've got uh, David Wise, Donkey Kong Country, DK Island Swing. Fuck yeah, man. See you all next week. Peace out, everybody. That I want when I'm lying here in my arms. <laughs> Finally, it's hard to believe we're in heaven. <laughs> Stop singing, asshole! <laughs>
Robots is copyright 2005 Vivendi Universal Games. SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom is copyright 2003 THQ. Da Blob is copyright 2008 THQ. Mega Man X2 is copyright 1995 Capcom Company Limited. DDR Max 2 Dance Dance Revolution is copyright 2002 Konami Computer Entertainment. Sonic Blastman is copyright 1992 Taito Corporation. Stop crediting, asshole. <laughs> <laughs>